You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. It's a grand old flag, it's a high-flying flag, it's the emblem. Live on SENSA, welcome to Red Legs Radio. Get great value at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome to Redlegs Radio. What a great pleasure to be with you tonight. You're listening to James Fantasia stepping in for the great Ben Hook. And I'm joined today by Joseph Marciano, one of our leading leading employees. And Joseph, we've got a big game ahead of us. We've got a game to review. We've got some wonderful people to talk through the show what can you tell us about our next and our first up guest and what we were able to achieve uh, last week and where we're heading? Jimmy Defana, great to be here. Always a pleasure spending some time, intimate time with your boss. So uh, looking forward to that. But um, no, nah, look, uh, we're going to speak to uh, our young up-and-coming vice-captain, Jacob Kenley, in a, in a couple of moments. But I just wanted to quickly run through what was a, a pretty good game, I thought, last week, James. And our, you know, we've had some two pretty tough tests in, in Glenelg and the Eagles. But look, I thought the boys were excellent last week, despite... Losing narrowly, I thought uh, we led most of the categories. We were, you know, we were plus twenty nine in hitouts, plus two in clearances, plus twenty in inside fifties. Um, you know, our spread from the contest was good, and I thought we, we were really strong. Obviously, it fell a little bit short, but uh, interesting enough, I spoke. Uh, Twig spoke on the rate on the news last night and said, "Look, we're we're getting scored against too easily. Uh, too easily, so it'll be interesting tomorrow night our defensive structure." But um, now, I thought it was a good game. I thought we can take a lot from it, and we're going to give us plenty of momentum into the port game tomorrow Well, night. let's find out from Jacob himself. And we've got a big clash tomorrow night. Cooper Stadium, first time we're playing on a Good Friday. Yep. So it's the traditional clash. Norwood take on the mighty Port Adelaide Football Club. Nothing better than at the home deck. 100%. Jacob, welcome. Great to get you on board Red Legs Radio. Thanks, Fanner. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for having me. Ken is obviously um, love, loving, you, loving your, uh, you were joining us today. Um, Obviously, Kenners, you know, in your opinion, how have you assessed our first two performances of the year against, you know, pr- two pretty good sides in Glenelg and the Eagles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, obviously, um, two reigning grand finalists from last year. Um, so, you can't sort of um, come up against any bigger tests in the first two rounds. Um, I think we were pretty disappointed with our performance against Glenelg. And, um, yeah, we didn't really play the way we would like to. Um, our contested footy was down and um, tackling they out tackling tackled us um, all day down there at the bay um, so that was disappointing but we only lost by I think three goals I think in the end and um, if we if we'd played the way we wanted to um, something yeah um, could have gone another way but uh, Woodville last week um, at the parade was um, a big improvement um, first 12 minutes um, was really disappointing but after that um, I felt like we were the better side for the day and put ourselves in a position in that last quarter to win the match. Um, but, uh, yeah, unfortunately and heartbreakingly couldn't get across the line and 
Um, we reviewed that, and it's um, it's made us hungrier for this week against Port on Friday. Well, so the upside Friday night. The upside there, mate, is you've had uh, quite a number of boys come in for the first games at at, at the club. Uh, quite a new look group. Uh, how have you found you know working in in uh, that environment and and where you see those young those young guys? Which which of those are really starting to step up that you're excited about? Yeah, well, um, we've had quite a number of new boys come in. Um, throughout pre-season and in the off-season and they've all embraced the Norwood lifestyle and the Norwood way really well um, and yeah we're seeing that on the on the field in the last, in the first two rounds um, we've seen Tom Donnelly Jay Rantel um, Bannon Lowe and um, a few others that have just really stepped up the Jar- Jarvis and Tahini up forward coming back it's been really promising um, and they're only going to get better and better I think Donnelly's probably been the standout of the new recruits down back um, and Jarvis up forward. Um, two real um, key key players for us that have stood up, offered us a bit of um, flair up forward in Jarvis and yep. um, solid as a rock down back in Tom Donnelly. So they've been unreal. No, good stuff. Um, Ken, as I asked a similar question to Nick Rokar last week, but I, you know, I wanted to ask you, you know, how does it feel taking a bit more ownership of the midfield with guys like Mitch Grigg and Richard Douglas departing? I mean, how have you... You know, you've been sensational since coming to the club, but you know, does it feel you know feel good to get that entrust from the coach to you know lead lead the on ball brigade for the Red Legs this year? Yeah, for sure, um, definitely fills you with a little bit more confidence knowing that um, we're we're having to step up and be sort of the hit to or um, the ones that um, get the ball rolling um, for the team. Um, Roker, Nunn, um, Rantel, Wilkins, all really stepping up. Um, in the inside, and um, yeah, it's been it's been a good start throughout the midfield, and we um, we getting first service as well from Harry Boyd in the ruck, so um, can't complain. And um, yeah, well, I hope it might take a little bit to start filling up into Mitch Griggs' shoes and Brad McKenzie's shoes, but um, yeah, we'll, uh, we're working away at it, and um, I think we've had a pretty good start. Uh, well, there's a lot going on in there, mate, and, and uh, it's just great to see you guys, especially yourself, the way that you've just stepped up. But, mate, there's another saying in football, it's one, one week at a time, but I want to break that rule and talk about something pretty special that the club's involved in in a couple of weeks' time. And that is yep. that we, uh, for the first time in the history, we will get a chance to play for, game, for points uh, against West Adelaide in Port Lincoln on the Air Peninsula. Uh, that's something that's pretty special to you? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, no, I grew up back there on um, in Cummins, which is only forty minutes away from Port Lincoln. Uh, Port Lincoln was sort of a home base um, back there in the EP, and um, yeah, it's going to be unreal to get back there in front of family, friends, um, and yeah, play a, a game four points as well in front of um, in front of all of them and our supporters back there. We do have quite a, a, a large supporter base back there. I think we've got about a dozen EP players on our senior list, so um, and they're all scattered throughout the EP. So um, I think we'll have busloads of people coming down from Woodner and Sejuno Cleve to come and watch us play on um, next Sunday. So um, I can't wait. And um, really good, yeah, big credit to the club and sponsors and everyone over there for making it making it happen. And um, yeah, I can't wait to get over there and take on Westies. So it'll be good. Uh, we're all very excited and. I think it's a it's just such a wonderful opportunity to, you know, take take our our product into our own backyard, really. So, I know lots of the locals are looking forward to it. I know our boys are looking forward, and a lot of our supporters. So, I encourage everyone if you can 
get over to the beautiful Air Peninsula in Port Lincoln, um, where Norwood will take on West Adelaide in the Anzac Day Clash. Hey, Ken, is he going to um, spend a bit of time at, at the home base, or are you going to be floating around? What's the what's the movement so far? Have you organised a few things for the boys so far? Uh, yeah, um, I know we're flying over there Saturday morning as a team with yeah. a, a training on Saturday morning, and then I think that afternoon, um, I think my plan will hopefully be to get um, back up to Cummins and watch my local... Uh, Cummins Ramblers um, take on. I think they're playing lock that afternoon up in Cummins. So, um, yeah, get back and watch watch all my mates. I, I won a premiership there in 2017 um, in the A grade. So to get back there and watch some of those guys run around, who are still running around will be pretty special. And then, yeah, hopefully encourage them all to come down and watch on Sunday. So can't wait. I think it's going to be wonderful too just to take a couple of the, couple of the boys with you. To uh, just to get to see how that local footy, that flavour, and how how uh, important it is to local community and how it all works together. So I think that's just another opportunity for us to to integrate and and firsthand uh, enjoy enjoy what we get to see there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So Jacob, just on a, on a, on winding up, um, what's one of the things we'll be looking forward to tomorrow evening uh, when we take on Port? Obviously, a, a traditional game in its own right is uh, something that's usually gets the boys up, but, you know, coming off a Norton 2, um, despite the fact they've been really good losses, if there is such a thing, yep. well-fought-out well losses, is it, uh, what, what's the feeling in the group and uh, what, what's your expectations for tomorrow evening? Um, expectations, as always, coming up against Port in front of a home crowd, it'll be a fierce, contested game. Um, we'll look to, yeah, really strengthen up our defence and don't let them get as many easy goals as we probably have in the last couple um, couple weeks against um, other teams. So um, I can see it being a real grind all the way to the end. Um, and, yeah, we, we as a playing group, um, I know last year when we played Port um, last um, last year, we, yeah, we can't, can't wait. And, um, yeah, hopefully, and I think it'll be a, a big goal of ours this, this, uh, this uh, tomorrow night to get a good start and, Hopefully we can build from there because that's probably what we've lacked in the first um, two weeks is that start, get off to a start. And, um, yeah, really bring the contest to them. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to get into it. Well, we're in for a big night. We're going to encourage as many families to get along. We've got an Easter hunt at half time for all the kids. So uh, there will be some that. hints that will go up through the night and there will be an area. So we just want everyone to get along enjoy the evening. It should be a great one. We've also got awards. Uh, Joseph, what's the awards that we we have weekly. No, we have the usual. Um, well, this week, obviously, we have the People's Choice Award, which is obviously the ones that um, have pop up on our Facebook page every week. So I encourage our fans to obviously jump on our Facebook page and, you know, give um, cast their vote um, to see who the best player in their opinion was. And uh, I know that Tommy Donnelly's got a bit of a fan base, so uh, we're going to try and see if we can buck the trend uh, by tomorrow, <laughs> but tomorrow night. But looking forward to it. If you want to jump on... Nord, uh, Nord's Facebook page, and you can vote for your play, uh, People's Choice Player of the Night. Jacob, I think you've got a few votes, mate. We hope you get a few more tomorrow night, uh, just leading from the front the way that you have. Thank you for joining us, and all the very best tomorrow evening. Thank you very much. Look forward to it. Thanks, Kenneth. Folks, you're listening to Redlegs Radio 2022, proudly brought to you from Palmer Bet. Gamble responsibly for gambler's help. Call 1-800-858-858 and Climate Air Conditioning. The largest Dakin dealer. This winter, come home to climate. It's a grand old flag, it's a high flying flag, it's the emblem for me and for you.
on SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the Red Legs. Welcome back to Red Legs Radio. Great to be with you. Thanks to Palmerbet. Great tackling, busting benefits at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. And Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, South Australia's biggest Dakin dealer this winter. Come home to climate. Well, Joseph, in this segment, we're going to have a look at our team, our lineup. So what have you got for us for the big clash Tomorrow evening, Cooper Stadium, 7.35 against Port Adelaide. Thanks, James, for that. Yeah, teams are brought to you by our great partners, Paradise Mazda, your local Mazda dealership in Paradise. Book a test drive at paradisemazda.com.au and the team has landed on my desk. Um, So we've got a squad of 25 again. Uh, It'll get trimmed to 22, obviously, tomorrow afternoon. But going through it, we've got the forwards in Xavier Tranfer, uh, Connor McLean and Mac Bell. Sorry, I should say. We've got six potential inclusions, three confirmed out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sam Morris has been omitted. Campbell has entered the HNS protocols, and Benny Jarvis is uh, out ill. The potential inclusions are Matt Vardeniger, uh, Tufnut, Josh Richards returns after he had the HNS protocols last week. Tom Wagner, uh, Isaac Saywell, Liam Robinson, who booted a, a bag last week for the Resies, and um, Ethan Warburton, who is from Shepparton slash Caulfield Grammar in uh, Victoria. so Been in good form. Yeah. so we'll, good form. We'll look at that. And then I'll quickly just run through the positions. Obviously, our forward line set up is Xavier Trantfer, Connor McLean, Mac Bauer, uh, Cam Tahini, Tristan Binder, and Mitch Cotter. Our centre line is uh, Henry Nilligan, Declan Hamilton, and Corey Stockdale. Our halfbacks, uh, Jacob Kennelly, Tommy Donnelly, and Jay Rantel. Our backs, uh, Mitch Wilkins, uh, Lachlan Charlton, Jack Hurd. Followers, Matty, uh, Harry Boyd, Nick Roker and Maddie Nunn. And then we've got the interchange of Vardeniger, Richards, Wagner, Saywell, Bain and Lowe, Liam Robinson and Warburton. Fascinating game tomorrow night. Obviously, it's going to be tough. Um, it's going to be tough because, well, we don't know what Port Adelaide are going to do, really. They had uh, a 10-point loss to South Adelaide last week, which I thought they were really good. Trent Dumont, the former Nord man, had 21 disposals and was the leading disposal getter, had 11 tackles as well. Jeremy Finlayson had a day out with six goals, so I doubt he'd... Look, he might, may play tomorrow night, but do the power bring him in for this week's game against Carlton? And uh, Kane Farrell returned for the Magpies last week with 17 touches. Well, on the flip side, I, I like some of our wins. I yep. think we cover off very well. I'm yep. looking forward to see if Tom Wagner can get back in that yep. side. He offers another uh, yeah. forward option. He can play defence. And he played a little bit early last year as well for us and, and looked okay. So there's a bit going on tomorrow night. Um, I just want to change our focus a little bit. Um, I'm going to leave a hint to uh, to all of our potential fans that get along and supporters that get along tomorrow night. Let me just say that uh, we will light you up. We will light <laughs> you up if you get there tomorrow night. There's a little hint, um, oh, wow. something quite, quite special I'm at the football CEO. club. Um, we've also got uh, Easter. We've got an Easter hunt for our for the kids who come along. Um, a little hint there, Roger Woodcock. There's one little hint. That's where you might find some of these wonderful things. Um, and we have another amazing. Uh, partner, and uh, what they're doing is pretty exciting as well. We've got Raf on the line from Blades. Welcome, Raf. How are you? How are you doing? Good, mate. Great to have you on board. Um, you've been a terrific supporter of the football club and the Blades shops all around Adelaide. They, every time I go in there, the mate, red and the black. I've got to wait. I've got to sit there for twenty-five because uh, you've, you've, they're lining up. <laughs> you got, you got some great. good boys out here. 
Now, now, yeah, Raph, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. no, you should be very proud, Raf. Tell us about what you're doing at the Norwood Oval uh, at the Cooper Stadium. What can we? Uh, what will our boys look forward to tomorrow evening? Yeah, well, we've um, we've taken over the um, the deck, um, the big deck that um, is up on the uh, on the hill. Uh, we've got um, taken over that deck from last year. We used to have a little um, marquee that we were cutting um, people's hair through the game. Um, down on the um, on the other end, where this year we've come up to the deck, taken over the full deck, and we'll be cutting hair during the game uh, for all ages, for um, for all men from um, adults through to kids, and and all proceeds going back to the club. Um, and you'll see basically when you come in from the parade end, you'll see on the right-hand side, you'll see our massive deck that's all coloured up with blades, um, logos all over it. Oh, congratulations to you guys. It looks great. Mate, the way you've treat. done it up is fantastic. Absolute treat. And and it's interesting, mate. You're right next to Cooper's Hill. So uh, I, I dare say they get a few few Coopers into them. They might be um, sitting up on the deck watching footy and getting their hair cut. I think that is just That's ridiculous. the idea. Well, mate, grab I did it for the... Grab a haircut, grab a Coopers, and, I, and then sit on the deck and watch the game. The I best, did it for best the, view of the game. I did it for the first time last year, and i got to say it was the greatest thing that I uh, <laughs> could utilise my time like that. Uh, and the boys just do such a wonderful job. Um, no, congratulations to you, mate. Thank I think you. it's such a such a great uh, idea. Um Folks, you can get to the Cooper Stadium. You can get your haircut while you're watching the footy. Enjoy your Coopers. Enjoy your Barossa boy. It does not get any better. Love it. Absolutely. Love it, Raph. Thanks, you. Thanks for your time, mate. Really appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow night, uh, as long with all the Redlegs fans uh, at the parade. Big game, Easter, Easter Friday footy. Looking forward to it, James. Doesn't get better. Hey, Raph, just on the way out. On the way yep. out, give us your tip for tomorrow evening. Um, Norwood by how much? Nord by 35 points. 35. That, I like, love uh, that. I like your confidence. Yeah. Um, that looks, <laughs> that, we'll take that on board. Uh, folks, that uh, brings us to another part of our program where we get to thank a number of people. Can I remind you about your memberships? It's, a, it's such an important part to the club. Um, there's some exciting things happening around the place. We can't wait for you to get on board. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. We'll be back with more in a moment. It's a grand old flag, it's a high-flying flag, it's the emblem for me and for you. On SENSA, you're listening to Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning and solar. Proud sponsors of the Red Legs. Welcome back to Red Legs Radio. Great to be with you. Thanks to Palmerbet. Get tackle-busting benefits with great odds, more markets and great value at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly for gambler's help. Call 1-800-858-858. And Climate Air Conditioning and Solar, South Australia's biggest Dakin dealer. This winter, come home to climate. Well, Joseph, i got to say, what an evening the Norwood Football Club hosted last night when it had four new inductees to its Hall of Fame. Fantastic, wasn't it? And it gives me great pleasure to share that with our listeners. We had the wonderful Tom Woodruff, the, the late Tom Woodruff, and Tom... Um, was celebrated last night with his family that were there. Yep. We had Merv Roberts, and Merv was just an incredible player in his day. Um, unfortunately, Merv couldn't be there. Uh, he's still with us. Merv's, I think, turning 100 in well, December this year. Fantastic. So uh, we look forward to getting out and seeing Merv, but he had his family representing. Um, we had the wonderful, very well-known Neil Craig. Uh, to have Craigie put on board, it was just a superstar. It was a superstar, and yep. and that was just a, a timing thing, I guess, because you know he's an SNFL Hall of Famer, he's achieved a lot, but to 
to have him back home, and he said it himself, Norwood's his club. So uh, <laughs> was it was so wonderful to, to see him's recognition. But this next gentleman, uh, a, a special one for me is in particular, I've got a lot of time for this young man. He's uh, done so much in footy. Yep. More importantly, um, he's carried his name with absolute uh, distinguished uh, method that's uh, not easy to do when you have the name of Gallagher. And I'm referring to James Gallagher, captain of Norwood, He's a, a premiership player, and now he is a Norwood Hall of Famer. Welcome, James. Thanks for having me, Fanner. Um, yeah, no, it was a it was a wonderful night last night, an incredible honour, um, and yeah, it was, it was a pretty special night last night. So I can't thank the club enough. Well, it was Sorry. special, and 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 just the oh, the people in the room. I mean, that that in itself may must have given you um, you know great pride to know that you've been recognised uh, against some of the names in in that room, Neil Baum. Roger Woodcock, Greg Turbin, Gary McIntosh, Keith Thomas, it, it goes on. And um, and it was lovely to hear from Brett James even speaking about you. So the room itself was just a buzz. That must have been uh, an incredible moment for you as well. Yeah, it was. I mean, the, the honours, you know, like I would never um, have expected anything uh, like this. Um, so the, the honour itself is is pretty overwhelming and, and incredible. Um but then, yeah, to have those guys in the room, it was um, yeah, made it more special with, you know, Macca and Aishi and Keith Thomas and Neil Baum, Neville Roberts, um, Greg Turbo, all these sort of guys in the room. It was, uh, yeah, it, um, it yeah, made it, you know, carry a bit more weight to have all those guys in the room because they obviously, you know, that they uh, cherish it as well. And I think, you know, they wanted to make sure they were there for the, the next um, group of people coming through. So, no, nah, it was wonderful. Hey, James, Joe here. Um, firstly, congratulations on, on your Hall of Fame um, induction. Um, just talk to us. I mean, what are, your, some of the, what are some of your fondest memories being at Norwood um, as a player over the years? Uh, oh, it's, it's a different one. Like when, when this game, so firstly, thanks, thanks Joe. Um, but uh, the, for me, the, the relationships are and the friendships I've made, are, um, you know, once you, you sort of finish up and you're a few years down the track, um, that's still for me. That's the the main thing that I took out of. I've got you know friends for um, for life from my time at Norwood, and and we just, I just had so much fun um, playing there. Like we didn't we didn't win every week, um, but it was with a, a spent sort of fifteen years or more with you know a fantastic bunch of guys. We trained pretty hard, um, but we had you know, a fantastic time on and off the field. Um, Obviously, the the winning, like we're all competitive and we love winning and winning big games, winning finals. Um, they were, um, yeah, on field there, sort of the uh, the best memories. Obviously, we had, um, you know, 2010 was really a pretty special year, I think. Um, if I could, you know, we, we won the flag, my only premiership in 2012, which was, was, un, was unreal. Sorry. Um, but, uh, yeah, the year in, in 2010 where we'd had a pretty ordinary year in 2009. We lost, you know, a bunch of players, so four or five good senior players. Um, and Nathan Bassett came in and took over and started coaching us in, in 2010. We started zero and four, I reckon, um, and were, were struggling. I was captain at the time. And then, you know, we just had this fantastic bunch of guys. Like I knew um, once we sort of once we sort of all got on the same page with what Freddie wanted, um, we could be a good side. And we ended up, we just, we managed to finish in the top 
three, so a double chance. Um, and then we played some really good footy through the finals and um, and we, we lost the grand final ultimately to, to Centrals in what was, yep. you know, it was, a, it was a fantastic game of, you know, 30 or 1,000 there at Footy Park and we, uh, you know, we, we gave it absolutely everything. But uh, that was a really quite a special year um, for me to play with that bunch of guys and to come from where we um, where we'd come from the, you know, the year prior to that and then the start of the year um, and then to you know to you know get on this this role and, and it, it sort of that was the year that really turned the footy club uh, around and then yep. you know we had a, um, a pretty good year the next year and then just got injured at the wrong time and, and lost the prelim and then you know 12 13 14 we just saw one three in a row so yep. um, so James just yeah, take us there you, you uh, interestingly enough, I mean, you retired at the end of 2011, um, yep. and that was prior to a, to a run of premierships. And do you want to just take us through that, and then how did that eventuate that, uh, and how remarkable it was to have you play in that that uh, that remainder of the year and in a premiership, and you contributed uh, enormously to that in itself. But just take us through what, what what actually happened through that little bit of a period. Yeah, I mean, I was sort of in. 2011, I sort of thought that that was going to be my last year. Um, and I would have been 31, I reckon, at the end of 2011, just about, maybe 32. Um, and then uh, and then we lost the prelim final because we had all these injuries and I was like, oh, it's not supposed to finish like this, but, you know, that's the plan. We're, Laura and I are about to have our second child in February. So I've sort of pushed the boundaries a fair bit. <laughs> as it was so but then by sort of January February putting it out of my head that um, I sort of still had a little bit left in the tank once I'd actually had you know it's the first time I'd ever had a break from footy I didn't go to pre-season obviously because I finished up in November December um, and it was sort of nice to actually to to have a bit of a break from it because I'd never never done that I'd been captain all the way up until when I finished which I think you, you probably feel a bit um, greater sense of responsibility to, to be at, at absolutely everything and give give it your give it your all. So, uh, but once I had a bit of a breather um, and the, the feeling wasn't going away, so I spoke to Bass in in January or February and said, "Oh, what in January?" I said, oh, "I think I'd, I'd love to come back and, and just you know give it one more shot." Um, he was all for it, um, but he also he also said, "Look." I'd love to have you back. You know, there's a job there for you, there's a role there for you, absolutely. But um, I don't want you to come back, you know, um, you know, half-baked. Um, and you're going to have to earn your spot on the side. And if you're not playing well, I, I can't just keep you in there because you, you, you've played for a long time. So I have to have to pick the right side. So, um, and I was absolutely fine with that. I wouldn't want it any other way. So I, I said, I just need a few weeks for a bet to have baby in uh, early Feb. I just try and get through to you know eight eight weeks or something like that, um, and hopefully things have settled down a bit. Um, so I played a couple of games at, at Shocks at Sacred Heart Old Collegians in the first couple of weeks, and then was back at Norwood by round four, I think. And, can I uh, um, play two or three? Can two or three I just share with you, mate, just a little thing. Um, you know, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I was uh, partly responsible to get you the Adelaide Footy Club <laughs> and drafting you there. I love that. So so I, I've really celebrated everything you've done, but I've got to share this with you. You in those two games that you played for Sacred Heart, one was against Ross Trevor Old Scholars and my son was playing. It's the first time, mate, I think I've ever booed you on the ground. And you did have a, you did have a day out. And I thought, 
this guy should not be playing at this level. So uh, <laughs> I remember, I don't think I've ever shared with that yet, but I did boo you a few times. Uh, that's fair enough. I remember that game too because Dorsey, my mate Matty Dorsey, who was coaching yeah, was Rock coaching. that year. That's right. He was a very close mate of mine. He put a tagger on me that game. I thought, mate, Dorsey just like, <laughs> let me run around because we're, we're playing on my old school oval at the Saturday yeah, night. Right. It's a beautiful ground. I thought, oh, this is fantastic. I'll run around and get a few kicks and he puts this bloke on his side. <laughs> Remarkable. I mean, you played. You know, to think that you were playing out at uh, Sacred Heart, and in, you know, your last game is a is a premiership uh, playing at Adelaide Oval. Uh, you know, for for Norwood. But you mentioned Dorsey. It was great to see the boys, your other guys there, and Dorsey, Bartomucci, Stewie Bowne, um, and you mentioned Laura. Uh, you know, the family support. Uh, that 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 was just so so wonderful to see that as well last night. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I said it last night. I think we're from a, a newer generation, I suppose, of of guys that have played for Nord where, you know, it's not the, you know, the, um, comparing with the, the VFL for the, you know, the best competition in the country. We recognise that, you know, there's a lot of uh, star Nord players that are now playing in the AFL and, and guys like McIntosh and Aish and Thomas and these sort of guys were, you know, the, the best players in South Australia and, and some of the best players in the country. So, um you know, I almost feel like I'm, I'm uh, receiving the honour sort of on behalf of, you know, myself and, and Dorsey and Bounty and, and a lot of these sort of guys who I've played a lot of footy with and, and you know, Kieran McGuinness, uh, Brett Dorsey, these sort of boys who are um, absolutely wonderful um, players in their own right. Um, but, you know, they certainly made my time there uh, so enjoyable and made me a far, far better player than, you know, I've probably sort of was capable of. Well, mate, it was just, uh, again, just wrapping up, uh, what a wonderful uh, celebration it was. But what an achievement. Congratulations. Uh, it is thoroughly deserved. And, um, you know, mate, I know you've got a new role in footy. Um, St Kilda's list manager. I get, I bet that uh, keeps you busy. But we look forward to seeing you at Norwood and uh, you're welcome at any time. We just uh, the love love what you've contributed and uh, as once again, a Hall of Famer. Wow, congratulations. Congrats, Gags. Thank well, you very much, gents. Much appreciated. Well done, Jimmy. And uh, that takes us to our next break. But I want to thank you for joining us today. And I want one little quick message before we wind up. We're looking for members. It's important, Joseph, that our people get on board. Uh, we're, we're three weeks in. Now's the time that Stay we need to us. see them. Stay with us. You're listening to Redlegs Radio 2022, thanks to Palmer Bet and Climate Air Conditioning. It's a grand old flag. It's a high-flying flag. It's the Live on SENSA, welcome to Redlegs Radio. Get great value at Palmer Bet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Welcome to Redlegs Radio. Great to be with you. Thanks to Palmerbet, get great value at Palmerbet. Great gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight. And climate, air conditioning, and solar, South Australia's biggest Dakin dealer. This winter, come home to climate. We're in the final run home, Joseph, and we have a very, very special guest, the none other than Mr. Neil Craig. Neil, welcome and congratulations on such a wonderful honour. I know it's a, a string of many that you've received, but um, for us last night to see you get up there was something very special. So congratulations, mate. No, thanks, James. And um, I'm certainly very appreciative, um, you know, of the club 
uh, and obviously, you know, the, the selection committee, if you like, of, um, you know, of enabling me to, to join such a prestigious, you know, and, and a group over the history of the Norwood Footy Club. Um, so, uh, you know, very, very honoured, very proud. And uh, as, I, as I mentioned last night, it just, um, you know, uh, just uh, I feel very connected to the Norwood Football Club, you know, because I've been on a journey in terms of in footy with, with Norwood, Sturt, North Adelaide, but uh, I feel like I really belong to the Norwood Football Club, which is important for me as an individual to have that sense of belonging. And so, and that's been created by what Norwood's given me. So, uh, how lucky am I? You yeah. know, so well, it was Neil, a fantastic night. Neil, it's it's a remarkable story in its own its own right. In that you were 13 years of age when you actually came over from the York Peninsula, and um, you you, mm. was, you were living with your brother, and you you moved into Carmel Court as as it was known. Um, there was a number of amazing uh, footballers that have that were produced from there. But that that must have been quite an eye-opener in its own its own right to come in to an environment like that at uh, such a young age. Yeah, well, it was, a, it was a unique environment back in those days, James. You know, I think Nord would have been the only club uh, that had, had that vision and the capacity to create the vision. Um, but, yeah, you're right. I mean, I left, basically left home as a 13-year-old, which, you know, when, I, when I'm now having kids myself, I mean, I would uh, I'd probably <laughs> I'd be a bit hesitant around my 13-year-old to go uh, in, in away from home into that environment. But... It was, uh, as I said last night, it was it was some of the best years of my life when I look back on it, um, because we had, uh, I think it was, you know, always around about 22 um, re- recruits in that in Carmel Court, all with a passion and one <clears throat> and one desire to play, um, you know, SNFAFL league football for the Norwood Footy Club. So it was, it, it basically became my family because I, uh, you know, having having. Uh, living in Adelaide as a 13-year-old, um, the next oldest I think was 17. Um, so there's a fair difference there. Uh, and so for a three or four-year period, uh, Carmel Court became my family. Um, and Carmen, uh, Phil Carmen's mum, and Gil uh, uh, Butchard's mum became my my mother's, if you like. And so uh, it was it was a great experience, you know, and and it just enabled me to. Uh, to a, to achieve my real desire and passion and, and dream of, of playing uh, SNFL league footy, which I which I had sort of made a decision as a ten year old that's that's what I wanted to do, and so once again you know that period of my life uh, has has a special memory, and has shaped and has shaped the way I think about things in life as well. So it's not just football we're talking about here, James. It's talk, you know it's talking about how you develop your over the journey. So what would it be how lucky once again I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll continue to say how lucky am I. <laughs> Well, I was thinking, Neil, that there's, there's so many areas that we could uh, jump into. We don't have the time, but um, and this is a bit self-indulgent, but uh, as a 13-year-old coming into Norwood Football Club myself, um, in a special squad, I had this incredible young coach. His name was Neil Craig, a young Neil Craig. Um, was that something that you... And you, you, I mean, you were young. You would have been, um, you know, early 20s. So, yeah. and, and obviously your prowess, your athletic prowess was something to be quite uh, taken, I think you took it to enough, another level in that age. But, but did you always have a mindset that coaching was something you would ultimately want to do even at that young age? Oh, probably not, not at that age, James. Um, you know, but it sort of just happens naturally, I guess. Because uh, I remember even in, uh, in grade I think it was grade uh, grade six at primary school. I remember one one uh, one lunchtime 
you know, you know, when you have you kick end ends and that sort of thing, get, getting the guys organised to play a little mini game and have some training sessions. So, you know, whether that. it's always been, yeah, <laughs> whether it's always been in the, you know, in the DNA in terms of the coaching, uh, I don't know. But um, you know, it's sort of uh, it all. It, I mean, along the way, I got involved with the junior squads as you as you mentioned. But I guess it all really started when uh, when I got a call from Wally Miller. You know, when I after finished playing at North Adelaide. To uh, to ascertain my my interest in coaching the Norwood Footy Club, um, so you know without that phone call, uh, a lot of things I've been able to go on and do in life wouldn't have happened. So it's amazing how it's all linked. Um, but that was uh, Wally, you know, and the Norwood Football Club are having enough confidence for a very young and inexperienced coach to take over the the huge responsibility of coaching the Norwood Footy Club. Uh, you know, it was. Um, uh, took a lot of courage to do that. I would, uh, uh, I'm sure it took a lot of courage for the club to make that decision. Um, and hopefully, I mean, I, I certainly um, developed enormously along the journey of that you know, during my time at the Northern Football Club as a coach. And and hopefully, uh, we also put something back into it. So it was it was a twofold thing. Well, you mentioned a legend of the club in Wally Miller and. Um, and I mm. just, just want to quickly go back and reflect on that Carmel Court. I mean, it should never be, un, um, I guess, unnoticed that Robert Odie too was a, a major player and, and quite an advanced thinker. It, it, it mm. always was Robert. Um, and I know you had a great relationship with him and you've developed some, some wonderful relationships uh, with a number of people through the club. Yeah. Um, well, so... I mean, that's, I mean, the vision of it, I think, may have may have stemmed from I don't know, I don't know the exact history of it, uh, James, but I think there was you know Bert Balderstone, and Robert Odie, and Wally Miller would, yeah, would have right. been the key, I would have thought would have Amazing. been the key drivers behind all that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, and you're you're right with Robert. I mean, I developed a very strong connection with Robert and and the Odie family. In actual fact, um, you know, with with Robert's dad Jack as well. Um, and you know who are both very strong Nord people. Uh, clearly, that the Odie family, um, you know, with their playing and coaching record at Nord, and and then and then Sturt. So you know the, the the way I think about football has been hugely influenced by the Odie family, hugely influenced. So once again, it's uh, it's the people that you you come across over the journey that that, that tend to have those influences. Yeah. But um, and and very proud to have done it as well, you know, um, because I, I I really enjoy the way they think about football. Just wonderful people. Just hey Neil, um, mm. firstly, congratulations on your induction into the Hall of Fame. Um, what, a, what a fantastic, Thanks, fantastic honour. Um, talk to us, talk to us a little bit about what you're doing currently at the moment. Obviously, um, still with the Suns. Yeah, I'm doing I'm doing a bit of work with the Suns, uh, Joe, sort of like a consultancy work, but that's mainly with. Uh, working closely with Stuart, Stuart Jew and yep. and the other assistant coaches, as well as their you know support staff, which is you know like your um, your high performance staff, your analysts and so forth. So um, it's not a huge role, um, you know. I, I mean, I sort of go up at any one time, probably for about a two week period, yep. um, and uh, and just spend time with the coaches. So I really I really enjoy that because that sort of keeps me keeps me involved in AFL football, which I've, I still really enjoy it enormously um i've just come back from england where i've uh i do some work with the england national rugby team oh fantastic who's coached by an australian coach called eddie jones uh and once again that's working with with their coaches working closely with eddie doing some work with their leadership group 
Uh, and the other, other little thing is, is still a little bit of hands-on coaching, even though I know nothing about rugby. But they, they you know, when they they call it the high-balling rugby, so uh, they kick the ball high and 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 uh, be what we would call a high mark, but just go for it. So I, I get the chance to actually coach hands-on some of the technical side of of high marking for for rugby players. So um, I really enjoy that program. It's very intense. Uh, it's nation versus nation. Um, you know, so it's England versus France versus Scotland, Ireland, South Africa, All Blacks, and whatever. So the intensity of that sport and at that level is is enormous, um, and it's been great personal professional development for me as well. So hey, Neil, um, just yeah. just a quick one on on the rugby. How does me and James is the old? Obviously, James has got a bit of Scottish in him and a bit of Italian, but I'm Italian mm-hmm. as well. But how do the Italians go so far in rugby? Mm-hmm. We're all right at soccer. We're well, anyway, the World Cup. Yeah, well. I'm sorry, Joe and James, to tell you this, but <laughs> everyone lines up to play the Italians, all right? Because, I can imagine. Uh, <laughs> even though there's, even though there's, uh, you've got to be careful talking about a guaranteed win in high-performance sport. <laughs> Although, having said that, yeah. having said that, uh, to their absolute credit, this is how it happens. Uh, Italy beat Wales um, uh, in the last big tournament that I've just been at. Um, so they've Italy up until that stage lost 37 tests in a row. Oh. Uh, and and they but they beat Wales uh, just recently, so that was that was a huge uh, huge win for them. Um, and they're actually they're actually Italy are actually trying to get better organised, better coached because they do have some significant talent. So, um, uh, but they they're actually involved in the Six Nations. Neil, we could uh, seriously we could talk all day. Um, we didn't even touch on the seventy five and seventy eight premierships, and I, I just uh, you know as a young man growing up and. What, what that meant to the football club and you were very much uh, you know right in the depth of of that group and just just a, just a quick you know sentiment on that that just must have been a beautiful era to be through yeah well I mean I was 75 I was very young I mean both I remember the game because I, uh, I was roving back in those days with Greg Turble so Turbs and I played in that in that final and we were I think we were probably uh, God, all the 19, 20 years of age, I guess. So, so we, we were very young players, but it was a significant uh, accumulation of a whole lot of work that the football club had done. Right, you know, when they reset themselves as a football club, Carmel Court, recruiting, quality coaching, and uh, to, you know, to get back to uh, the, the highest echelon in, in the competition. So, to win that was was a significant win um, for, for the football club, and of course, seventy eight was a special game as well, James. I mean, just 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 because of the game, you know, there was, uh, as I said last night, it was full of theatre, there was change in momentum, uh, action on and off the field, you know, and it uh, it came right down to, you know, pretty much the last kick of the game with, with Gags and that and that goalie kick. So that was that was uh, two very special wins, you know, for slightly different reasons. Um, so, once again, it's just memories that the, the Northern Football Club have uh, have given me and experiences that they've given me. So, you know, the award last night is, is recognition of, uh, you know, Tom, Merv, you know, James Gallagher and myself, um, which is fantastic. But in reality, it's 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 what Norwood have given me. It's not what I've given Norwood. It's um, and it's uh, and it's uh, it's a very much an imbalance, mate. Oh well, it's been Neil, very much one way. It was so lovely to have you in the room last night in uh, amongst some uh, wonderful, you know, dignitaries and uh, great contributors to the Norwood Footy Club. Can't thank you enough for coming on Red Legs Radio. We uh, would love to get you on, uh, you know, through the year if, if you've got some time. And 
Um, yep. But gee whiz, mate, I, I, I can't congratulate you enough. Thoroughly deserved. And uh, it's nice to be able to call you a Hall of Famer at the Norwood Football Club. Yeah, thank you, James. And thanks, Joe. Thanks, thanks for Neil. Congratulations. On and uh, happy, happy to be on any time at all. Fantastic. Thanks, Neil. Well, okay, guys. Good on you. Thanks again, Neil. And this will bring us to the end of our program. I want to uh, thank our listeners for joining us in Red Legs Radio. Um, I want to thank our partners, Palmer Bet. Get to tackle the bustling benefits with great odds, more markets, great value. Palmer Bet. Gamble responsibly for gambler's help. Call 1-800-585-858. And climate, air conditioning and solar, South Australia's biggest bacon dealer. Go and see Rob down at... Uh, down at Climate, or one of the ex-players, Scotty Doreen. Fantastic. They're a great group down there. Um, folks, get along to the footy tomorrow night. It really promises to be a wonderful Good Friday evening. Norwood take on Port Adelaide. Thanks again. Bye for now. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.